Hey, it's Alan Berg. Are you coming to Wedding MBA this year? Well, I'll be there again. I haven't missed one since the first one in 2007. So I look forward to seeing you there. And if you want to save $20 off the current ticket price and they get higher as you get closer, go to WeddingMBA.com. Use the promo code Alan, A-L-A-N. WeddingMBA.com, promo code Alan, save $20. I look forward to seeing you there. Before we get into this episode, I'm starting something called Ask Me Anything. That's right. You submit your questions and they could become an entire episode or something that I answer at the end of an episode. To submit your questions, look for the red button at podcast.allenberg.com. That's right, podcast.allenberg.com. Click on the red button, submit your question, and maybe you'll hear it here on the podcast. Thanks. When I'm doing sales training, very often I kind of metaphorically break your attachment buttons so that you can't attach anything to the inquiries that you're getting. You want to find out why it's a bad idea? Take a listen to this episode and you'll hear. Welcome to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Berg, speaker, author, sales trainer, website reviewer, here to help you and your wedding and event business sell more, profit more, and have more fun doing it. Enjoy this episode. Thanks for coming back. And today I want to talk to you about a subject that is somewhat of a pain point for a lot of people when I mention it. And it's, why is it a bad idea to attach your PDF brochure to your initial reply to an inquiry? And I mentioned this on one reason why you might get ghosted, but let me talk a little bit more about this. There are a few reasons why I don't want you to send an attachment on your first response. One of them is technical. The technical response is, if you send someone a PDF document, it's formatted for a full sheet of paper, sometimes even bigger. So if you're in the U.S., it's letter-sized paper. If you're in other countries, it's A4 paper, similar size. Sometimes it's a double page because it's really your printed brochure that you're sending them a digital version of. So here are some problems with that. Look at it on your phone. Just send it to yourself and open it on your phone. It's just going to shrink. Yes, it'll open. You might even have the Acrobat, the Adobe Acrobat reader on your phone. It will open but it's going to just open small. You're just shrinking it all down. So it's not a good user experience. That's one of the reasons. That's a technical reason. The other is, since it was made to be a printed brochure, it's made to be viewed as an entire document. You hand it to someone and there it is, and they can turn the pages and they can look at it. It's it's all attached to one another. When you email me a PDF, I can print any page, absolutely any page. I was working with a client the other day. They're working on a new brochure, so they sent me over the proof of it, and it was 11 pages. That's a lot. It's a lot. And the contact information wasn't on all the pages, especially the ones with pricing. So if I go to the pricing page, and I print it out because I want to have that to look at when I'm looking at other companies' pricing, well, it's good that you gave it to me, but there was no branding on it. There was no contact information on it. There's really four things I want you to have on every page, just like on every page of a website, I'd want you to have on every page of a brochure, and that's photos that show the results of doing business with you. That would be text that talks about the results of doing business with you. Short testimonials that support what you just said, that's social proof, we call it, and then the call to action. And of course, it has to have branding, and and that call to action has to have contact information. 
So when you send someone a brochure right away and it opens up real tiny, now I have to pinch to read it. Not a good user experience. They might go away. I didn't realize this until recently because I have two printers sitting next to me here in my office. But a lot of people don't even have printers. A lot of millennials don't have printers. A lot of Gen Zs don't have printers. So if you send them something expecting them to print it out, that's a problem. That's a problem for them. So attaching a brochure is a problem from a technical reason because it just gets small and it's not formatted for that. I have once, only once, I had someone who, they came to a group website review workshop that I had, and their brochure was actually formatted for a phone screen. So he went to the trouble of having it formatted for the size of a phone screen instead of actually putting it on a web page. So it was a little weird because another reason for not attaching is spam filters are just so touchy these days. And if the spam filter looks at the attachment, it might actually throw it into spam because of that. Another thing that could happen is not only could it go into spam because of that, but the whole idea of having an attachment or links or things like that, those are all triggers, right? Those are all triggers. And some people, they won't open your attachment. They didn't ask for it, right? If they didn't specifically say, hey, we're talking already, now send me your brochure, I don't know about you, but a lot of people, including me, are afraid of, uh, what is it, viruses, um, ransomware, right? All these type of things that could be in those documents. You're really leery about opening that stuff up. If someone's at work, a lot of times their work email will block emails that has attachments, or if they go to open it up, it won't let them open it up because it doesn't know who the sender is. So there's a lot of good reasons why sending that brochure is not good from a technical standpoint. The other reason for this is the implication of you sending me a document is that I should read that document before getting back to you. And then you get frustrated because I didn't get back to you. And it was your fault, right? You sent me something to read. I have it right now. Somebody sent me this, a, um, a PowerPoint that they want me to look at for something, you know, that they're trying to sell me. I, you know what? I don't, I just want the information. I don't need to go through your PowerPoint deck which is not meant to sell me anyway. Usually your PDF or your PowerPoint deck or your Keynote deck or whatever is meant to get you to make an inquiry. But if they already made the inquiry, don't send them something whose job it is is to get them to make another inquiry that they've already made. So I really would prefer that initially you don't send them any attachments because technically it might not make it through. They might not even get it. They may not be able to open it. If they're at work, they may not be able to open it. They may not want to open it because they think they're spyware or ransomware. And then when they do open it up, it's just shrunken down onto your phone. And they may not get back to you because they think, hey, I guess I should read this. And then if I'm still interested, I'll get back to you. So those are the reasons why I always say, please don't attach to the initial reply. Now, at some point, you're going to run into some people that are like, can you just send me something so I can have some information? If you're going to have to do that at that point, you have a choice. You could either put it on a responsive page on your website. And the advantage of that is it's always the most recent information. So if you change your prices, if you add services, take away services, adjust any services, they'll always have the latest when they go to that web page. And you can hide that web page. It's called a hidden page. And that's just simply a web page that you can't get to without the link. There's no links on your site to it. Nobody can find it unless you give them the link. So this way, if you want people not to get it until you've had a conversation, that's a way to do that. And then it will fully respond, hopefully, to their size of a screen and all that kind of stuff. So 
that's a way to give them information. It's not outdated. That's another good reason for not sending them an attachment. It's not outdated. They'll always get to see the latest information there. But again, the implication is, hey, you should read this and then get back to me. And that's not what you want. So what I really want you to do is, if at some point you need to give them information, have that information available that you can send them only what they need to see. Uh, I had a client the other day, we were looking at their brochure and their their, uh, venue at a golf course. And for corporate events and outings and stuff, they have different menus. And the menus they all put into one document, which was breakfast, brunch, snacks, lunch, beverages, right? All these different possibilities, dinner, plated dinner, buffet dinner, station dinner, desserts. It was too much. Nobody needs all of that. If you know already that they're going to have a golf outing and they need breakfast and lunch, don't show them the dinner stuff. Ask them if they're going to want to see dinner stuff and then show them that. So break it up into different documents or better yet, different pages on your site so that they can get only the information they need. You can have those great calls to action. You can have photos. You can have reviews. So if it's if it's a menu for a caterer, people raving about the food. If you're another type of a business, people raving about that particular service there. So this is another reason why not just sending them the brochure that you would print out and hand to somebody is a better idea to only send them what they might need. And since you don't necessarily know that initially when someone reaches out about a wedding or an event, you can have a conversation first. And then if you need to, don't rely on it as a crutch. And that's why I want to kind of take it away from you so you don't have that crutch. But if at some point, I understand some people will be like, I need you to send me something because I need it to show someone else. Send them only what they need, but have that be better. Have that already have those calls to action, the reviews and the things that are going to help them then want to get back to you again, because that is the delay, isn't it, right? You sent them something because they inquired, and now you sent them something and expect them to inquire again. So it kind of delays the process there if you think about it, you know, from a stepping back kind of view. So that's the reasons why I always say, please don't attach anything. I know it can be a little controversial because it's easy. I'm doing air quotes here. It's easy to just send them something, but a lot of times you get ghosted and that's one of the reasons. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. You can find full transcripts on my website at podcast.allenberg.com. And if you have a suggestion for a topic for a new episode or even a guest, please let me know at alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. And if you'd like to find out about having me come and speak to your association or a conference or do sales training in person or remotely for your team, whether you're a team of one or a team of a hundred, please let me know again, alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. Thanks for listening.